I so I don't know what happened, but I my audio is currently. I don't know if you guys can hear me. My computer froze for like a hot second there. Hello and welcome to. There the we go. Okay, we're good. Everything is back to normal. I don't know what happened. It froze in the middle of that intro, and I didn't hear a single thing for like half that intro. And I was like, <laughs> okay, did the stream just freeze? What is happening? I don't know. But we are here. Welcome everybody. It is Fando Friday for you audio listeners. I apologize because that was a terrible intro, um, but it happens. Um, don't worry, so we're here. It's Fandalorian Friday. We are back for the Fandalorian Club, episode 13 of the Bad Batch. And we're getting down to the wire here. We're here to discuss the episode entitled In Infested. I think it's called it. Infestation? Infested. 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 Line, Infested. Yeah. Um, and so we're here to talk about episode 13. But yeah, how's everybody doing? It's a Friday. Geo's under the weather. Infested. Brian and I, his week is officially over. Everyone good? Thank you, Jesus. It's over. And there wasn't even any kids this week. Oh, God. It's only going to just get downhill from here. I'm good. I, dude, it is hot as bad words here. It, yeah. And my work does not allow you to wear shorts. So. Rightfully so, you teacher. There's no kids. If there's um, no kids. Still, it's cares? just. I, I think they're going by guidelines. That's probably why. I, I don't care. It's a hundred plus degrees. I have to wear pants in my office and to work. So you're in an air conditioned room. Not all the time. <laughs> work boots and pants, man. Work boots. You're in shoes. Get out of here. I can I can bring my boots over right now if you want me to. Work, working on the farm with your boots. You can you can bring I can bring my boots over right now. Gio, how you doing, man? Uh, you're under the weather, dude. So I know you don't want to talk too much, but how how you hanging? I'm hanging in there. I tried to make it. I tried to go all week because the other household members have been sick all week, and then it just it just found me. So here I am. After today, I am resting for the next couple of days. So it's ended on a strong note. I feel it, man. I feel you it. You need to just get like a antibacterial, and just every time one of those little ones get near you, you just go, "Hold on." All right, we're good. I feel like I've seen that in a movie. <laughs> I don't know, but it's some type of like bubble boy, right? Well, yeah, just start putting them in bubbles when they get. That is a good yeah. movie, by the way. Fandalorian, mm -hmm. Bad Batch. <laughs> All right, everybody. 13. Yes, we are here to talk some Star Wars as we are every single Friday. Um, thank you. Uh, just before we get going, thank you to all of our loyal watchers and listeners. I, I, know, this, I know that this show isn't like, uh, and I'm talking about the Bad Batch. I know this isn't like the most popular thing to talk about uh, when it comes to star wars but we are very grateful that you guys join us every week um Stargear, you're in the chat every single show a uh, huge shout out and to you and also team. our audio listeners um we have a number of audio listeners as well for all of our shows but also bad batch and uh we are happy to have you guys each and every week if you're just audio check us out on youtube give us a chance see what our faces look like if you've never seen our faces before um yeah. but with that said like the best let's let's get into this uh infested um and I'll say this right off the bat. Uh, this is an episode that if there were not three episodes left, I would 100% call this a filler episode. Mm -hmm. But we have seen so far with the Bad Batch, if there is a quote-unquote filler episode, more than likely those storylines come back in some kind of fashion. Um, and in this case, more than likely... Pikes slash Roland slash Roland's father um, in some okay. capacity. This, and it's funny 
uh, and I'll, I want to get you guys' thoughts in a second, but I'll say this. I kind of feel like this is the episode that might have been setting up season two um, with Roland's father. Mother. Uh, mo- mother, sorry. I, I don't know why I said father. Uh, mother. Uh, Roland's family, I guess you can say. Because um, they're a like, crime family. I feel like that yeah. family could become like almost a antagonist for the Bad Batch going forward, especially now that they have the run-in with Roland. Roland got hurt. Um got one of his horns chopped off. Yeah, he he went full Hellboy. He got one of his arm his things chopped off. Um Yeah. What uh really what do you guys think? I mean, what what did you think of the episode and just kind of everything in general? Gio, why don't you start us off, man? Yeah, I I mean, I'll admit the first 10 minutes I thought, "Oh, here we go, a filler episode." But as the episode went on, the characters got a little more interesting, especially a group of characters that I don't know if you guys have seen them before, but it's my first time meeting them. The Pikes? Um, the Pikes. <gasps> You've never seen the... Well, you saw the Pikes yes, in Solo. Yeah, they're in Solo. Solo. They run Kessel. All right, I got to rewatch Solo. <laughs> they're, they're the ones that they go to Kessel the, to mine spice and have the big robotic... The dro- well, they, best, they didn't have the robot heads on. That's so the, that droid, the droid uprising. I got to rewatch Solo. I'm doing Brian, it this weekend. Brian, by the way, this uh, they did look like that in Solo. It's not a, it's not a robot head. Yeah, but they had there. like... They, the one that's their, it's their cover. That's what the pikes look like. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. But they didn't have the covers on. Yeah, they did. No, they didn't because he has a part where he plugs in his spice tube. He doesn't just shove it up his tube hole. Well, that's that's not what I was saying, but okay. Um, but so yes, Geo, the pikes, the pikes. I know you haven't seen the Clone Wars. They are they are in a lot of stuff in the Clone Wars. Um, they pop in and out a, a lot in Clone Wars. They were in season seven. There was an arc with the pikes in season seven, and I believe that they were in Rebels at some point. Um, the only time we've ever seen them in live action was Solo. Uh, they are one of the species that everyone loves to see and would want more of in live action. They're so cool. They're in charge of Spice. They're like the ultimate drug runners, essentially, is what we're calling them. Yeah. Well, they're like, okay. Let me, before the Star Wars fans destroy us and destroy me, let me just quickly say. I saw Solo once, and You're I clearly need to watch it again. Rebels, I'm barely into season two, and uh, Clone Wars, uh, I will get there. But <laughs> I'm gonna let you guys talk for most of the episode. One, I'm sick, and two, I just embarrassed myself with the. No, Geo, you're fine. <laughs> what? You're fine. It's dude. Uh, we forget man. things all the time in movies. We see so many movies, and specifically something like Solo. If you didn't like Solo. You're gonna forget a lot of things that happened in that movie. It's totally okay. I don't know. They they gave me a whole Nihil vibe from the uh, the High Republic. Just how dangerous yeah. they are, and like they are feared dangerous. by a lot of people. And they are. They I was expecting some rock music to be playing. Like wow. Well, like, like, awesome. Like like I said, they're kind of like. You know, we see a lot of films these days, like crime movies, where they deal with with drug cartels and stuff. It's like this is the drug cartel in Star Wars. That that's what wow. that's what the pikes are. Um, that's what they can be compared to when it comes to like the Star Wars lore in re- in our reality. Um, so that that's why people want to see them because we've never seen like a full fledged like we've seen arcs and moments, but we've never seen a full fledged story that's been dealt with the drug cartel of Star Wars. And so when they pop up, people are like, "Oh my god, the pikes, the pikes, the pikes!" Like they freak out, and they're also extremely good in combat like really really good in combat they're very dangerous 
Um, they're very powerful, like your typical drug cartel, but on a galaxy-wide scale. Um, Spice is all over the place, and they are the heartbeat of it all, which is what, what makes them so powerful. And they're also really cool to look at. There's my reason. They're, they just seem like so evil. Yeah, they're and, a bunch of dicks. And um, I, I like the Pikes a lot in the sense of like, they just seem like they're just like the worst of the worst. Like they're just not people you ever want to F with. And that very much seemed to be the, what do you want to say? Like the thing, not the theme, but um, you just don't want to mess with them. They, it, they came across in the episode, like everyone other than the bad batch was like, no, you need to not um, because their, their reach is far and wide. Um, it's funny for the popularity of the pikes. They're so underused, so underused. Uh, I mean, me, God, I can't even, they're barely in comics and books. They, other than they're not used a whole lot. They really aren't other than mentions. They're just, they're like this huge, big deal but they're never used. So it's kind of a bummer, but I, I, every time I see the pikes, I get stoked because I'm like, Ooh, this could get dangerous. Yes. Sergio. Um, having not seen much of the clone wars, do they even, how are their relations with the Jedi? Like were, did, they were, the they were part of the separate check. They were part of the separate. Yeah. Oh. Anything bad. That's they the they were they were so in the Clone Wars a lot of the story it didn't focus so much on the separatist side compared to the Jedi it really focused on Dooku being the leader of the separatist army kind of this undercover dark shadow over everything and he dealt directly with the Pikes um, yeah. and the Pikes dealt directly with him they weren't so much a part of the droid army and like the separatists and all that stuff, they were much more on the Dooku side of things. So they were like the bad of bad. Like specifically there's one of the best, one of the best, not just animated uh, lightsaber fights, but one of the best like choreographed lightsaber fights ever uh, in star Wars was between Anakin, Obi-Wan and Dooku at the end of a, uh, at the end of a Pike arc where they were on their home planet. Um, on on like a station or or like just their home home base or something, uh, there's a lightsaber fight that takes place on a, essentially a balcony of where the pikes are. Um, it's super super cool, but yeah, the pikes they're they're really not someone to be messed with. And like Brian said, the episode was kind of trying to make that clear. Uh, and they weren't in it a whole lot, but when you have someone like Durand Roland, who we learn is the son of this essentially crime lord isa uh she runs a crime syndicate and that's basically all we know of her at the moment in time um and then the pikes come in right they 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 bet with the strongest person they can bet with the problem is if you bet wrong you get screwed heavily 
Like those are not people that you want to you want to cross. And it seems like that's not going to be the last time that we see the Pikes. I almost feel like it was kind of setting up the Pikes to be a big part of the season two. Also the Durand aspect because if when when Issa does find out that what happened to her son, maybe she comes hunting for the Pikes as well. That could be possible. Um, so you know we mentioned filler, but this episode. It's a filler right this second, but until we see what comes of it with Roland, with the Batch, with Issa, with the Pikes, this episode could be extremely important for the future of the Bad Batch. I agree. I mean, it seems like they're more... I feel like they're setting more up for the Durand crime family than they are probably the Pikes. Like, Why would you introduce them with only three episodes left if you're only going to have a season one, right? Like unless, why? They, unless there's an important arc that they're finishing this season out. But how can you tell the Crosshair Empire stuff as well as the Durand? Crosshair clearly going to survive, I think, this season. But what, I, what, what I'm saying is how can you tell of that? Tell all of that if it was just one season is what I'm saying. Right? Because they haven't, they haven't announced a second season. There's, so yeah. some, people, some there's, people could go into this be like, oh, well, you only have three episodes left. Like. There's no way you can tell all of that with only three episodes. They're 100% doing a second season. Yes. 100%. And they they have started too many arcs for only being one season. Yeah. Like Maybe. Omega? Like Omega? We know nothing about Omega. Like nothing. Yeah. So uh, maybe... Maybe two seasons. I mean, you that would give you 32 episodes if you stick to the same. That's a lot. That's a decent amount of episodes. For sure. But, I mean, with the amount that you're telling of... You have Crosshair's whole story. You've introduced uh, Fennec Shan. You've introduced uh, Cad Bane. You've introduced this Durand crime family now. Sid? Sid, crosshairs. There's there's far too much that's been brought up and Captain created. Hauser. Captain Hauser. Hauser. Great, great, great call. Admiral. Yeah. That whole Ryloth Rampart. stuff. There's clearly way too Cameron much. Owens. Yeah. There's clearly way too many things left on the table for it to just end in three episodes. Twelve. Maybe three, they might try to push it. I mean, depending on how far you want to go. Personally, I'm kind of starting to get bored with it. Although this episode did kind of, I did like, uh, I mean, I was kind of more into it because that once I knew the pikes were in it. Um, but I don't think that the pikes are going to be used as the first real enemy being the bad batch be i personally would be disappointed because be ba- Durand. yeah uh because the pikes are a big deal every single time they've ever been mentioned the few times that they are everyone's like we don't f with the pikes so for them to go against the bad batch i would be kind of like really like this is where we're going like i would rather solo or something completely different but um yeah there's there's Far too many things that have been set up and arced um, for this to be one season. And and I honestly, this after this, I was like, there's only three left. I think Crosshair is probably making it out of the season. I 100% agree. 
I agree. I think that what will happen is he'll probably he'll probably end on the Empire side, and then, much to my disagreement, I think he'll probably go back to the batch next season. Um, at some point, whatever. Like maybe there's something bigger that happens between the batch and someone else, and they're like, "Dude, we need you. Like, come back to your familia." And he goes and fights some other war outside of the Empire with the batch. That's not what I want, but I have a feeling that's what'll happen. Um, I think you'll see Tarkin one more time. I, I, it's funny. Before the season, I think we all talked about how we saw Tarkin as almost like the main bad guy of this show, and he's barely been in it. Yeah, and it's it's been super I mean, even frustrating. Even Rampart's barely been in it. Yeah, and it's and that's like that's what I'm kind of getting at. Like I, and the I, Imperial I, presence went from here to like. And yeah, and and don't get me wrong, like I I do enjoy the stories they've been telling. Like we we've, we've been getting to see the batch in like these very odd situations. Um today would have been today's not one of my favorite episodes. I will say that off the bat. It's going to be important in the future because something's going to happen that calls back to this episode, but nothing really happened with any of these characters, right? Like nobody really like moved forward. Um and you only have 3 you had 4 episodes left with this one. Uh, you kind of needed to be pushing the boundaries a little bit because you have to end on a big note. Um, and nothing really like it just kind of like all of this stuff in all this stuff happened in just like a standstill. Uh, and nobody really went off like up a hill to like grow or anything like that. Um, it literally stayed in the vicinity of one little block. Yeah, 100 percent. And and sometimes that's not bad. That's not a bad thing. But like Hunter didn't grow as a character. Nothing happened with Omega. We can talk about Sid like. Sid and the Batch's relationship didn't change after all the events they went through. Like, there's some things that they could have done to fix the situation. I will say she values them, but she has a heart for Omega, and that yeah, yeah. So that kind of uh, that is new to me. Like, okay. she's clearly not just using them. Like, sh- there was a point where she literally said, "Um." I got, I got the kid into this mess. I will get her out. Yeah. Yeah. And like, if, if you care about someone, like you're not going to just be like, for sure. Like, hopefully we get her out. But like, that's verbatim. She literally said, cause I watched it right before we did this. I got the kid into this mess. I will get her out. Not, we will get her, her out. I will get her out. So to me, like, yeah, I think she probably cares about Omega more than she actually does the Bad Batch, like yeah. the characters. Like she cares about them, but Omega is the one she kind of is like mothering. It's the it's the mo- it's the motherly thing. It's definitely the motherly thing. So um, yeah, it's it's gonna be interesting though. I I think that you know we only have look we have three episodes left. We have an hour and a half left of the Bad Batch, um, give or take some some minutes. Um, and like we've been talking about, there's a lot of stuff that we still kind of have to wrap up enough to set us off in the off season uh, in a nice little bow. Uh, because look, seasons can have cliffhangers. That's fine. Like you don't need to wrap up everything, but yeah. there needs to be enough of a bow in place to be like, okay, well, we see where this is going. We got this story finished off, right? They're obviously getting off planet now from what we seem to think. Uh, and they're going to go find. And so how do they get back into play with Crosshair and the Empire? What kind of gets back into their 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 sights, if you will? Um, it's going to be interesting because normally when we talk about this show, we're always talking about what happens next because the episode always ends with like a future storyline. Right. 
Yeah. We have three episodes and it's like a totally blank slate. Like we don't know they what's coming next. They literally left us with nothing to go on. Yeah. For. We have not. And there's three. So I have a feeling it'll probably be like a two and a half, three episode arc to finish. But that's what I'm hoping for. That may not happen. That's what I'm hoping for. Yeah. I mean, there's really only ever been two episodes that were like really connected, like where it almost Last kind two. of like took place. And that was the Hera arc. Like yeah, Hera other arc. than that, they've kind of been singular episodes. I mean, you could maybe say like the Fennec, but that's still been, was kind of stretched out. Uh, the but, one where they, the one with Crosshair, where they blew his face off. That tied into the episode yeah. prior where they had their chips removed. Yeah, that one. That, yeah. Thank you. Dude. Oh, that's yes, yes, yes. Thank that you. One. That's, Good call. Yeah. So, like, those two are kind of like the ones that kind of yeah. really stand out. But if you think about it, four of the 13 that mm -hmm. we've gotten so far have only been, like, yeah. one, two. One, two. And the rest have just kind of been, like, we're going to go on a mission. We need to do this job for Sid. We need to figure out how to get out of this place. Like other than that, they're kind of all over the place. So yeah. I, I, I mean, for not seeing crosshairs in this, this episode being so close to the end was the one, what really pushed me going, okay, he's probably coming back next season because you're not going to smush a member of the bad batch in three episodes, like Jake said, an hour and a half is probably left, give or take, of this show for season one. You're not going to tell the final story of one of the members of the Bad Batch in an hour and a half. Sorry, there's no way. If they did, that would be a shocking move, in my opinion. I agree. At this point. I agree. So, yeah. In, in Dave Filoni, I trust. I don't know about you guys. Oh, yeah. No, I feel I like... I feel like he'll be fine. Uh, Gio and, and Brian, this will go to you next as well. I want to get your guys' thoughts real quick. Um, what do you need from these last couple episodes? Like, what is the th one thing? Three two or no, I'm kidding. no, that's that we know of in the Bad Batch. Um, what do you need to happen to feel satisfied with this season? To feel satisfied with the rest? Of, like, does something need to be wrapped up? Do you need to see a character moment? Do you need to see? Like a cliffhanger, like what? What is the one thing that stands out to you the most? Do you want to kick us off? Um, I think it's just learning more about Omega. And, that's really, that's um, really good. Yeah, that is your that Geo Ding 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 is why there will be a second season. I think so too. I think so too. Yeah, yeah, and you know, as much as we, you know, the they go into different missions and it feels a bit repetitive. It it has in a way served the growing bond between Omega and the Bad Batch. Like as much as the filler episodes might be like, you know, Omega at a certain point becomes a part of the Bad Batch and, you know, she gains their trust and, you know, she's very much a character of, of the, uh, the first season at least. So I want to, I would like to learn more about her. Maybe see the Kaminoans one more time. We haven't seen them in a that's while. What, that's what I want. That's what I want. Yeah. So bad. So you can take it from there. Well, I was gonna I was gonna add to your point real quick, uh, just a moment from this episode. That moment where the pikes say we'll keep the kid 
And without hesitation, all four of them drew their guns. Without hesitation. That that's a big development for the Bad Batch in how they've mm-hmm. grown with the character, right? With Omega. Um, yeah. as you mentioned, she's she's as much as part of them as Tech, Echo, Wrecker, and Hunter are. Um, she has become their fifth, possibly sixth member in the future, whatever may happen with Crosshair. Um, it was one of my favorite moments of today, just because it was like the second that happened, all their guns were drawn. Both hands, big guns, doesn't matter. They were on it like you're not taking the kid. And that's a big development because we've seen them have hesitations with her throughout the season. Um, a lot of the characters, obviously Wrecker had the best relationship, but they all had their little moments with her and it's grown to that moment and her being like, yeah, like I'm, I'm a part of this now. Um, but speaking on the Kaminoans, like, yeah, that's, I, I don't think it'll be wrapped up in this season because again, there's only three episodes. It, it could be, it could be, but I don't want them to rush it because I really, 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 want to see either a clone or Kaminoan uprising. That's what I want. Um, because we know at some point in Star Wars, uh, the Empire stops using clones. And as mentioned in the season, they That's use- my story that I want. Where well, is that? So what I was going to say is at some point, we know that they use volunteers or like we learned in the sequel trilogy, they take babies away, uh, which is a first order thing. Could have, could be an Empire thing. Um, but so the clones didn't just fizzle out because their aging is slowed, right? What the hell happened to them? Yeah. What, and it's like, not like they're just going to be like, all right, clones, you're free. Like the, and the empire is not going to let them retire. They're not going to let them just walk away. Like what happened? And because we didn't hear about the Kaminoans in the sequel trilogy and the original trilogy, what happened to them? That's what I want to see the most. And I don't see it happening oh. in... I pushed the wrong one. <laughs> How do I bring it back? Nice, Brian. Nice. Um, Sardrew, if you're still watching, that was an accident. That was an accident. You're, you're still watching. It literally so. had it perfect. And then the comments, the yeah. comments are delayed. And so uh, when one was clicked, a comment shifted and it was yeah. your comment. So don't worry. We don't hate you. We love you, Sardrew. Um but yeah, that's that's what I want the most. I want the Kaminoans. I want to see the clones. What the hell happened to them? Um, also, a good point. Uh, we haven't yet seen the transition of Stormtrooper armor. So that feels like that's going to be in the second season as well. Like, yeah, I, I think all signs are pointing, go ahead for another 16 episodes or 12 or however many it is. And they're going to be able to wrap up the story with a nice little bow on top. Um, that's at least my hope. And... One thing I want to add is uh, I feel like, and it could go a totally different way, but I feel like the Kaminoans or Lana Sue, they get caught. They find out something about Omega. I feel like the seeds have already been planted. I feel like they might be executed. I would love to see that. Their city is not very safe. Like, you blow that thing into the water and it's it's literally Atlantis in Star Wars. It's waiting to be sunken. Yeah. So it's yeah. They're they're going bye-bye. Maybe I, the Death Star gets tested on it and we just never heard well, about it. Well, we talked about that. I think we talked about it earlier this year. Like maybe it was the like in a, a test that we had no idea about. Uh maybe they were testing kyber crystal tech and they used it on the, on just that base. 
Um, I mean, it's not the most wild story to possible. think that the Empire would want to wipe out cloning Kaminoans in any history of their relationship to the Jedi, the clones. There may be a connection between uh, Sidious and uh, him being the one that kind of like helped push that whole thing like it's not like if they were to say like the reason you haven't heard about Camino since attack of the clones was because they wiped the whole entire planet it's very plausible for them to wipe them off the face of the earth records yeah. everything very plausible i would wait. not be shocked go ahead you didn't in the force awakens general hex played by don Gleason. hux, hux. See, man, they're gonna. Come You're fine. Me. You're fine. <laughs> Stop it. Stop it. Did it? Did it? He say maybe we should use colognes again yes. because they're more effective. So, are yeah. they really wiped from from the? So they might not be wiped from memory. Good. They might not be memory wiped from off memory. that. I would didn't even think about that. So they might not be wiped from memory, but who's to say that they didn't? Like, right? Like, okay. Great example would be. I don't know, some action movie somewhere in the history of movies and the house blows up and they say, oh, it was a gas leak, right? But it really wasn't a gas leak. They could be like, or the Empire could make up some story as to why they died, their city sunk or something and the Kaminoans are gone. Or you could say, maybe get away with the fact that like the only reason he knows is because his family was so high up in the ranks of uh, the First Order yeah. and possibly the empire because like his father was a big deal sealed records was, or something. Yeah. His father was the one that created the idea of stealing the infants from. So like maybe since he's kind of like the person in charge of making said first orders army, like he was privy to that type of previous knowledge. Well, okay. Wait, 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 uh, back Dave up, Maloney, like if this isn't an idea, like you can take this from us, just give us like that much. Well, credit. No, hold on, Brian. Cause I can see the confusion on Gio's face real quick. So Why? Gio in aftermath, the book series. Oh yeah, that's true. So the, in the aftermath series, there's three of them and phasma and phasma. Yes, you're correct. You're correct. Um, the series ends with a group of former Empire Im Imperial soldiers uh, of multiple ranks, uh, Ray Sloan being one of them, and General Hux's father being one of them, including Baby Hux. Wow. Um, we learn that they go off to start what will become the First Order. They go off into wild space. They're, they disappeared. Boom. They, they left because of everything that had happened in the original trilogy. They went away. And so that's why we have talked about so many times, like, where is that fleet? Where are those people? Like, and we obviously know that, it, that the First Order came from that group. But what Brian was saying is that General Hux, so Domino Gleason's father in the Star Wars canon, is the one responsible for essentially Finn being stolen. Mm -hmm. and, and any First Order troop. Yeah, well, yeah, I was just using him as an example. But yeah, like stormtroopers being taken. Jana, Jana was one of them. Exactly. So them going around the galaxy and taking children away from families or or taking orphans or whatever it may be and, and creating their empire through the means yeah. of that because they didn't have the cloning tech or they didn't want to use clones. That's what he's saying. Yeah. Uh, what was his name? Brendel? Oh, I, that's, what, that's what I thought. Brendel. Too. Brendel. Brendel. But uh, it's so funny because 
because Domhnall Gleeson's father is Brendan. So that's why I was like, that doesn't sound right. No, Brendel is Don is the father's name. But what I'm saying is Domhnall Gleeson's father in real life is Brendan. Oh, oh that's ironic. So I was like, wait, is it is it really that close? To <laughs> but yeah, so anyway, that. There you go. yeah, there you go. But yeah, so I mean, like we just went on a massive tangent, but it's it's a cool thing. Like it would be kind of cool to know why you don't hear or see about the Kaminoans. However, you know, I just thought of it must that we that can't be done because in live action, um, that dude had the patch from Mandalorian. The well, doctor, but but yeah, uh, doctor, unless he's a high level scientist, Doctor yeah. Pershing, um, Pershing thing. But you. we don't we don't know his connection yet. Plus, the Empire was kind of dead at that point. So yeah, like, we we don't know the connection to what the Kaminoans. There's ways around it. It's there's a lot of ways that you can tell it. Either way. Please give us the story of the Kaminoans. Yeah, because yeah. I mean, like, that's an Plus alien. They're super cool. Like, we don't know anything about them. We've yeah, barely I seen mean, them. Well, that—that's what I was going to say. That's an alien species that. Uh, oh, good, Star Drew, you're back. He's so back. sorry about that. Um, we we don't hate you, Star Drew. No, that literally, I clicked it and the comment shifted up and it hit you instead. Uh, <laughs> so I apologize. That was my fault. Um, but. Um, yeah, that's a type of species. Like, if you saw in the background, you would instantly know, like, that's a Kaminoan because they are unique in look to yep. any other one. Like, kind of like the Ithorians. Like, you see them, you're just like, oh, there's the snail looking people. But you never see the Kaminoans ever. Ever. Out They're in Attack of the Clones. I believe that they did show up in some episodes of the Clone Wars. And then obviously in the bad batch. Yeah. But like after that, you never, they're not a, they're not a in the background type character. They're not they're mentioned not, anywhere. They're Maybe. nothing. So like if they want to tell the story of like wiping them out, like I'd be down. Like that'd be a really good That's story. A huge arc. That's something I think a lot of star Wars fans, even however they felt about bad batch. If they did that in bad batch, all of a sudden this show just, Goes yeah. So I, I think, I think, well, obviously this is going to happen at some point, but uh, I really do believe that maybe five years from time, five years from now, I'll say um, all of the stories and historical moments and things that we need to know from the timeline of Revenge of the Sith until uh, the original Star Wars will all be told. Um, I really do think that the entire Lucasfilm story group is trying to fill those 20 years, that 20 year gap. Are you talking about between episode three and four? Okay. Okay. I was like, there's one 20 years, five years. We have have solo rogue one rebels. We now have the bad batch. We have a, a, a number of books that kind of fit in that mold already too. Um, If we get bad batch season two, we have resistance or no resistance is afterwards, excuse me, after force awakens yeah. um, or kind of in the middle of force awakens. Um, I, I, really do- I will agree with you in, I think the prequel to episode original, three to four, episode three to four prequel to original that gap will go from like this to probably like that. I think in, that- I think in five years, 
that gap will be filled and we'll never hear a story from that timeline again. I think uh, all of the stories that will be told will be done in the five-year span. Comics, books, animated shows, um, maybe another movie, but I doubt it. But I do think animated shows could fill a lot of that gap. Yeah. Obi-Wan, Obi-Wan Kenobi, the, the show, I mean, there you go. I think the main, the large ones will absolutely be filled. The only reason I disagree with you is because they seem to be doing like this thing where it's like a lot of it is like you have the prequel, the original and the sequel. A lot of it seems to be doing like setting up to like this, like to fill the gap that's in here. Like, have you noticed that? Like they're kind of going around. Like I would not be surprised if Omega shows up. I think Omega is going to show up post OT. So do I. But I, I will say this: I would have said the same thing, Brian, before the High Republic was released, because I mean, now you have hundreds, and I mean, you have hundreds plus thousands of years before the prequels to fill tons of gaps that we have don't even know about. Yeah, I mean, I honestly, the second they introduce the Old Republic, like. It's game over. It's game over. For, it's game over for a lot of timelines. It's game yeah. Over. So be just just the pure gap in time. Yep. Like, it's thousands the, of years in the past. Thousands, yeah. not hundreds. Thousands. So I mean, the, yeah. I mean, they they need to, and they, as they should, because there's a lot of great things to tell. To tell, they need to milk whatever they can out of that original uh, prequel to original gap before they go into stuff thousands of years in, in the past and thousands of years into the future or however long, not to mention you still do have a large gap between um, what is it? Six and seven. There's Just 30 that, years, which they will a, get to. Yeah. That's they a sizable gap. Um, but again, you probably won't be seeing stories told out in the if you want to call it Skywalker saga type thing. See the probably. sequel timeline. Sequel timeline. Yeah. So it's interesting. I it's funny because the one thing I came out of this episode going is like there's gonna be a season two. That's what like, I thought too. Same that, thing. The yeah. fact that there was an episode that and like you've been saying the whole time, it wasn't a filler, it was a setup. But at the same time, felt kind of fillery just because it's so close to the end. There's no way in heck they're not doing a season two. This episode, this episode, and, will and I will say with what um, Stardrew said about uh, Boba, I still, I think by the time this is over, he will have made at least one type of appearance. I, th- I think yeah. it's more safe in season two. More, safe uh, yeah, probably at this point, but um, yeah. I oh, Riley, just... thank you so much for the super chat. Hi, Riley. Give a hug. Appreciate it. Thank you. Heart to thank you. you. Thank you. Um, um, but yeah, I agree. All right. Before we wrap up, because we are going to wrap up here in a few minutes, I want to get you guys your, your quick answer, just a, a quick response. I want to know if you could have one project in any timeline, wherever, at, wherever in the Star Wars universe, what would you choose? Geo-Star. That is actually like, 
Are you saying can we pick like Old Republic, or are you saying just kind anything of anything like, in the timeline that we know of from High Republic until Rise of Skywalker oh, in that time area? Not fair to include the High Republic. So, Gia, what's your answer? Quickly. Uh, Darth Revan. Darth Raven. Revan. I mean, that's that's Old Republic, so that's fair. That's mine too. But outside of Old Republic, I think I have an answer. Oh well, then give me more pod racing. I don't care. Nah. That's no B. Is that what you were gonna pick? Yeah. Oh uh, shit. Well, no, you have more dude, knowledge than I have. You'll pick up three other things. I, dude, you're fine. You're fine. I I don't know which I would pick. There's definitely. There's probably I could have a handful of what I know that I would want. Obviously, Thrawn. Like I I love Thrawn so much. Oh look, it's Porky Pig. Um, give me Thrawn. I love Thrawn. Um, I li- I like how I literally said I have a handful, and then it just psh, out the brain. High Republic, obviously. High Republic is just if you guys haven't dived into High Republic, like please do yourself a favor and get Absolutely. into High Republic. Um, Everything about it too. Uh, have you been Have you been reading the uh, the Adventures comics? Oh yeah, I literally have by so the physical. Good. Yeah. So. Um, and then, crap. Oh. My dream, which we might be getting, is the Inquisitors. Give me stuff with the Inquisitors. Please. Did you see who might be? Yes. Did you see who yes. might be an Inquisitor? Gio, did yes. you see this? I don't. Please. Hold on, Brian. Hold on. I don't think Gio saw this. What? Ugh. Sung Kang might be an Inquisitor in Obi Wan. The he might be one of the brothers. Oh, that we wow. Saw. He might be the fifth brother. Yeah. Now, who is in Rebels? I know who the Inquisitors are. I've seen them. I just but he he know. might be an Inquisitor no. in Obi Wan. Sun Kang, Sun Kang. Please, if I'm begging you, honestly, sometimes I truly like want the Inquisitors more than Thrawn, and that's saying that from my favorite character, just because that story Damn. could be because it it's Jedi that survived the purge that turned evil to work for oh, Darth I, I Vader agree. I, to I, find other Jedi and kill them. So, Gio, if you're interested in something like that, we've never seen it in like star, in, in animation or live action, but the story was told in a comic. Um, I believe it was the Darth Vader comic, uh, I want to say. Yeah. I, I, I don't know right. which Vader comic it was, but it was a Darth Vader series. Um, anyway. 2015 or 17? I think it might have been the original run. It might because it was when Rebels was going. Um, but but either way, I, I think it's only a matter of time when we see Inquisitors. If it's Obi-Wan or not, I do think we'll see them in live action very soon. Um, for me, we, we mentioned pod racing is what I want to see the most in Star Wars. That's that's kind of bread and butter for me. Um, but I also do want to see a story somewhere in the middle of, of those 30 years between the OT and sequel trilogy. Um, the, the story that I would love to see, I don't think it'll ever happen, is young Ben Kenobi and, and Luke. I would I would love to see that. I would love to see that. Whether it's animation, book, live action, I don't I would love to see that story. I don't know if it'll happen, but we'll see. Um I would say your chance has gone up a little bit, being that they cast a young Leia. Yeah, we'll see though. We'll see. We'll see. Oh, dude, um, Geo, if you don't know anything about the Inquisitors. You will, grand, he's gonna learn. He's gonna he's watching yeah. Rebels. He'll learn. He'll learn. The, the Grand Inquisitor, you know, the guy that that guy, the one with the yellow eyes, not that you can see him. He he was a this guy. 
Oh, oh no! Uh, this guy? He was a Jedi Temple guard that turned and went... Whoa, 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 whoa! That's literally season one of Rebels. He might not remember. He's... You're, are, he's on season two. I gotta go back and watch. So. <laughs> okay, fine. <laughs> All right, that's gonna wrap up the Fandalorian Club today, everybody. It's been a little bit of a crazy Hot mess. Show. But anyway, uh, hopefully you guys enjoyed our Bad Bath discussion and just overall Star Wars discussion. Uh, again, we are here every single Friday for the remainder of the season. So we have three weeks left that we're going to be covering the Bad Batch. And then uh, we'll be waiting for the next live action show to process, which will more than likely be Andor or the Book of Boba Fett. So uh, real quick, before we move on, I do want to say uh, what Stardew said that he wanted, he or she had uh, wanted to see, I think it's he, yeah. uh, he, that he wanted to see was the Dark Saber story. Oh, hundred percent, hundred percent. That's yeah. a great call, Star Drew. Uh, great, great call. Uh, we might be getting that in Mandalorian season three, though, which would be really cool. Um, but yeah. So until next week, everybody, Fandalorian Club Fridays four o'clock Pacific, right here every single Friday. Um, it's the three of us talking Bad Batch, talking Star Wars, and uh, we love having you guys aboard. So thank you to everyone who's been watching live, who's been commenting, and to everybody who's watching on the replay and listening on audio. We love you guys. Um, and we will see you guys next week as we cover the Bad Batch every single week. Bye, guys.